Welcome back. Welcome to our loving embrace. It is Chopped Greens. We apologize for leaving you on such short notice, but, you know, it's understandable. It was the holiday season. It was a holiday break. Yes, and uh, now we are fully revived, refreshed, and uh, eggnogged out. I only get about one to two cups of eggnog a per year. year. Yeah, it, I had it, like one. Um, yeah. Spikes, the Costco one, pretty oh, good. Nice, nice, nice. Of course, is the uh, the alluring voice of Gary Boucher. Yeah. Um, I just, uh, yeah, I, I I find certain things to be deserving of longer than just a, a season. Um, I don't know. Um, possibly like, um, well, now I can't think of anything. But uh, turkey. Turkey and eggnog are my two things where I truly only feel like them at certain points. Like yeah. Thanksgiving, I turkey myself out. And then, of course, during uh, Christmas, I only feel like eggnog during that point. But even then, this yeah. year, this year is new for me. I haven't, I don't do dairy. So um, even now, I, I just, I'm not uh, entirely, um, I don't feel good about, you know, wanting eggnog anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for listening to this uh, episode about eggnog. You can catch us on... Other- no, 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 no. All right. We are that- sponsored by yes. Shamrock Fudge. Shamrock. Yes, yes. This uh, this brought to you by... No, no, no. Okay. So if, if you uh, popped up on this podcast and you're listening right now, first off, we thank you. Thank you. But second of all, uh, of course, you listen because you wanted to get a little bit about information about the movie Soul. Soul. And of course, this came out Christmas Day, uh, 2020. Yeah. Trying to end out 2020 on a good note. It was released. It wasn't even, you didn't even need to purchase it. It, it just was, as long as you had yeah. Disney Plus, you had access and you still have access. You can still watch it right now. Yep. Go ahead and go watch it. Um, yeah, man. Uh, Soul. It's uh, It's really hard on even for me, where where do we where do we start on a movie like this? Because, and I, yeah. and maybe that's where, where we do is where this film is very is is uh is one of Pixar's illustrious and and notorious uh, amb- ambitious films. Where I was gonna say we start with how ambitious it is. Yeah, it's yeah. you know a la Inside Out, a la maybe yep. no well probably Inside Out. It's probably its closest where it, it comes into a an ethereal theme. It goes it goes to big ideas. Even, I mean, now, I mean, we're getting into like the meaning of life, which is Absolutely. like, I think bigger than Pixar's ever gone. Before, yeah. yeah. But it's getting it's, into the reason in, for living. It's steps. Of course, you know, Toy Story has the hum- humanity, yeah. like what is humanity inside out is what are emotions, what are allowable emotions, what are good emotions, what are bad yeah. emotions. And now we go to soul. What is the meaning of life? It's, yeah. I mean, first of all, I'm glad to see a return to form as far as uh, Pixar has, has been releasing some. The last Pixar movie I saw onward was just okay. It was, it was truly fine. just like, I, I felt uh, like a regular animated movie. Like, oh, it's fun to watch. I remember kids. when I saw that, it, I mean, obviously the pandemic hit. And uh, if I'm not mistaken, I think at least for, for my neck of the woods, Onward came out like the week of like theaters shutting down. Like it was supposed to release. And, yeah. and then like it was like the last movie that was going to release. Yeah. I think it was like Bloodshot I saw in theaters was like <laughs> like the last weird film that I saw in theaters as weird as that may be. Vin Diesel, you'll be married in my mind to the pandemic. Weird enough. Um, but <laughs> Onward was that last one. And seeing that film on yeah. Disney Plus it felt appropriate. Um, it didn't, it didn't feel up to the quality of everything else. Now we go yeah. to soul 
and wish I could have seen this thing in theaters, yeah, like yeah, around they, Christmas time. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. It felt it felt like it, it it was deprived of its opportunity to be seen in yeah. theaters. It felt like it it was bigger than the medium that it, it currently exists on. Um, who knows? Maybe it will be re-released in theaters, and maybe I'll, I'll actually go and see it in theaters yeah, um, one day. I, it, it's deserving of a of a rewatch for sure. We'll cut to the end on that on yeah. that aspect. Um, yeah, I. But it's it's so ambitious, so big uh, in in both in both scope, scene, idea, themat thematics. Where where what are your opening thoughts here on this, Gary? It's it's big, but it's also so simple. I mean, it takes place. And mm-hmm. you know what? I, should we give a spoiler warning? Because I want to talk about the plot. I feel like it's hard for us to go through a full review of this movie without talking about sure. what happens. Absolutely, you know? absolutely. I and think- and um, I mean. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. So just honestly, if you haven't seen Soul, Go first of all, why not? Blab why not? It. But then also, it, it's it's incredibly hard for this particular film. Like Inside Out, I feel like allows it to be more so, but because of what the ending message is, it, it's so inter- intertwined between the what the entire crux of the story is. It's so yeah. it so demands you to to kind of put it all together. And it's woven in with the story so much so that, yeah. yes, please so go watch before you listen. But, but come back. Make sure to come back. Let's start with the premise then. So okay. it's about um, a, a band teacher slash musician grinding it out in New York. His name is Joe Gardner, probably in his late 40s, early 50s. Yep. Um, and he f- is, you know, kind of depressed as life isn't going the way he wanted to. He wants to be a, pr- a famous professional jazz musician, a jazz pianist. Um, and he's p- pretty good and talented. And he's um, actually really good. He's a great teacher. And he randomly lands the gig of his life playing with a, a very famous jazz musician. whose name is um, Dorothy Williams. Dorothy Williams. And on the way to run home to put on his suit, he falls into a manhole and basically dies or is on the brink of death. And his soul floats up and starts going towards the great beyond and he really wants to get back into his body so he can um you know fulfill his fulfill life's his purpose. dream his, yeah. his quote-unquote purpose um his dream that he's had forever and he runs and that's really where where the plot takes off we'll just leave it there and then he he is in this um this new world that they call the great before which has all the souls you know, before they are born into human bodies. Um, and he meets a soul that they've not been able to place into a human body. And he and that soul named 22 voiced by Tina Fey, uh, have to work together to try to get Joe back into his body and try to get this soul to find its purpose so that she can go to earth. And it's, uh, yeah, it well, sounds complicated well, no, that he, not. that he get, that he can go to earth because, yes, because the, he, he wants to get back to his body is really his whole goal. Right, right, right. And, uh, it's dual in that 22, is um, her goal, of course, is to stay unborn. That's right. As, as she a, doesn't want to be a human. She's seen it all. They have every. They they take these souls through every aspect of life, and you kind of pick like like your thing, your spark, yeah. as they call it, which is a big part of the story. Every soul has a personality, but you're not ready to go to Earth until you find your spark, which at first glance seems like some kind of hobby or something that like you're really good at, the thing that makes you feel alive. Um, and number 22 has been there for thousands of years. She's been mentored by souls like Abraham Lincoln and Voltaire <laughs> and Mother Teresa. Gandhi. And they all hate her. They say, it just doesn't work with you. You can't find your spark. You're never going to be a human. So this person said, and number 22 gave up, said, I'm not going to be a human. And of course, on the journey, she has to work with this person, Joe, who has no interest in helping her out at all. And they help each other find themselves. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll interrupt here. Turn the mic towards you. 
Yeah. Aha. There we go. Sorry. Hey, it only took me till now to, to find it out, but it, all right. <laughs> um, but yes, yes. Uh, all that is all that is true. It's it's quite witty. Uh, there are some some um, plot devices that kind of sink through once you actually go through them. But yeah. Um, I think that there's a clear delineation in the movie between what they at least want you to think more about versus things that were just added just for effect. Um, I mean, uh, just to even go off of what you just said, when we're talking about mentors, she got all the mentors. Yeah. She got like every, like I'm sure every like, notable human in history had to mentor her. Yeah, because it, it it was shown later on that once a mentor fails with 22, or just is done with 22, they then get their opportunity to go to the great beyond. Yeah. Um, and so the fact that that you know we have Abraham Lincoln, Gandhi, a lot of uh, you know Cleopatra, Muhammad Ali, Muhammad Ali, <laughs> that a bunch of people are are like great mentors, who I'd imagine are helping towards. Any, she gets all of them, and all of them fail, and then it kind of like brings everybody's down to just kind of show yeah. her whatever. I mean, I get it. We're we're not supposed to overly think about that. It's just kind of like who who would we know? I, I get it, but at the same time, it that there are things that you can think of that kind of fall through the more thought go towards it but what what they aim for you to think more about is the quote unquote what is life's purpose yeah what is the purpose of a life not even yeah. not even you know re- rearrange that sentence structure um joe's fatal flaw is that he thinks that a purpose is like a vocation or a passion, like playing music or being really good at astrophysics that is your purpose where your spark the thing that makes you feel most alive or like they say in 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 the zone you know like if, yeah. if you're jamming out to music or if you're playing a sport and you kind of float out of your body and you don't even think about it they call that being in the zone he thinks that that is your life's purpose is to find that thing and stick with it but the lesson he has to learn is obviously that the point of life is is to live life and be a human and enjoy little things and be present you know don't let your passion consume you yeah yeah and that um man I, again spoiler warning but for all those who are into sports, that Knicks joke was just brutal, but fantastic. <laughs> it was great. Oh, it was so brutal, but yeah. so true. It, that was probably the best joke in the entire film. Great. That would have oh. got a big laugh in the movie theater. I was sad because oh, I watched yeah. it with three people and nobody really knew, but if I was in a the theater, everyone would have laughed. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Let's start out with some of the, um, just the things that are great about this movie, I guess. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Beautiful. Visuals? Yeah. Yeah, Wow. Absolutely. And I, they have this great dichotomy of like this very simple, minimalist world outside of Earth where it's just little blue orbs and the clear, muted colors. There you know? are clear defined settings that you don't yeah. even find in regular films, but clear. New York feels extremely different it's a great New than York the Great movie. Beyond as it does to uh, what's the place where they're all waiting where all the training is happening the great before the great before yeah the great before and then we go to the 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 where all the um, where all the, the lumbering, lost souls right yeah the lost souls the land the of the lost land, souls I'm yeah, not whatever. I'm not sure whatever that place is called all four of those places very strong settings and it's so feel simple. very different it's I yes. mean they do a great job of, of animating a beautiful vibrant New York City like the lighting and the sounds it's amazing and then on the flip side the great before the great beyond and and the lost souls wasteland is just simple even colors um, and it's just I mean animation technology has been fantastic but I love how they could pull off the realism with oh, yeah. with New York City and, and and humans and then also the the simple animated cartoony stuff and it all works really really well i mean i think anybody it's just amazing to look at and might i say i think it'll go down in history as one of the great stoner movies because <laughs> <That's> <laughs> like the, the the ideas and the visuals i mean 
It's got, it's got to make that list if you're a stoner. This has got, got to be up there with like Interstellar or something like that. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I'll I'll uh <clears throat> I'll talk about that in a in a I'll I'll reproach that in a second. But yeah. Pixar has moments of visual beauty that burn images into your memory. It has yeah. that capability of just so so such vivid artistry that you will li- like you just remember it for real. Um, a la uh, you know for Toy Story four, they put out that that image of a cat playing with a ball. Like actually, yeah. in in great you know idea, you you don't actually necessarily within the context of that movie remember it, but they knew that that was so beautiful that they that they put it out and it was part of like the 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 advertising for the film for before Toy Story four came out. What's yours for this movie? Him playing the piano with a blue background? No, no. no for me, it, and I don't even know if you'll remember this, but for me, it was when Dorothy play, was first introduced as a character and playing the sax. It was just so visually stunning and beautiful for her me. Her saxophone, right? Her saxophone, Ooh, yeah. her her visage, her mm-hmm. uh, the way the 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 light glistened off of her skin and lit up uh, the world. It, it, yeah. You could feel like you were in a little jazz room, just seeing a, an artist be totally yeah. involved. And then, of course, we got into character development later on. But it was just so you you could you could see the beauty that the man was seeing this through. Yes, and that's not always. And that's not always uh, an ability that a studio or production or a film even can provide for for a, a viewer, but yet yeah. they did so in in such a beautiful way that yeah. that that it was it was quite good. Um, but but as far as stoner movie, yes. The, when we talk about um, <laughs> when we talk about Questlove, um, it, that that was just fantastic. I I love. Who was Questlove in the movie? I was looking at the cast list. Oh oh, uh, Curly. Who was that? Was that the barber? I think Curly isn't Curly. Oh, no, Curly was his student. Curly was a student the who got him the gig. Yeah. So I'm 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 Break sorry. Cast. I I I miss miss uh, Moonwind. When we're talking about Moonwind, and oh. I, I find that to be so funny that he's actively doing a job as a and he's doing a tremendous job as a sign sign spinner. Puts him in that zone, mystic, put, and puts himself in that zone. And I actually kind of re, I yeah. I really really truly. Enjoy at least the idea of that. The fact that somebody can have such a mundane job, it's nothing glorious, it's nothing tremendous, but yet it was a, an incredible resource for the film or in, and for, yeah. in, in the film and, and was utilized as, um, as, a, as a way for which the, the characters could go forward and, and they wouldn't be able to without his presence. Um, of, yeah. of Moonwind and his merry band of of thinkers of hippies of hippies, <laughs> but I also love the idea that he could be doing something so mundane, something so thankless and thoughtless of a job that he's able to do his life's purpose and and do what. Well, mo- that's the whole point of the movie. Of course, it? it it's a message within a message, and and yeah. I I really enjoy that he's completely content with what he does. Your and job doesn't matter. I mean, that's like when he's talking to his his barber, and he's like, "Man, you were meant to be a barber." He's like, "Well, I wanted to be a vet." But I'm a barber now, and he was like, "Man, I feel so bad for you. Don't feel bad. I have a great life. I've got kids and family and that, friends, and I, I'm living, man. And that's like the that's whole thing." That's as close as, as they come to hitting the nail, like or uh, as as openly explaining it to you without actually saying. It. That's as close as they come without verbally gagging it into your mouth. It's actually, uh, one of my positives is actually how they don't ever really state th- yeah. the theme. You know, they show it through montage. Like Pixar has the most killer montages of all time. You know, his montage oh, yeah. when he's remembering how great life is. And then really there's that moment in the moment where Dorothea tells him that little metaphor about the fish 
wanting to find the ocean when oh, he's been in the water the whole time. I love time. that. I love that. Um, but honestly, a lot of it you fill in in your own brain. And what's great about this movie is tell me, tell me this, Gary. Tell yeah. me this. So Inside Out feels like um, a Pixar's emotional heart. Like that feels like the heart of Pixar. That's like where, arguably the all-time best Pixar movie. Arguably the best animated movie. Sure, sure, yeah. absolutely. This is much more, even though it holds emotion, of course, in order to tether it all together, it's much more a thinking and intelligence movie where it's like in order so. to fully to fully appreciate and grasp everything that's going forward in the film, there is a lot of brain and, and intelligence that goes forward into it. While, while you don't need a lot of intelligence to understand and gather forth for yourself, the message yeah. of, the st- of the story, in order to truly appreciate and and take home with you everything that the movie has to offer it's it's certainly pixar's at least to me fullest realized intelligence uh film that it's ever put out and produced and put forth i i think that and that's like you know i'll piggyback off that to one of my big things was i think that this movie is legit better for adults than it is for kids because of that aspect and of course if you're a kid you can enjoy it, but I think every Pixar movie ever has had like an even amount of four kids and four adults. This movie, I feel like the older you get, the more it's going to hit home. Like truly, oh, yeah. you know, I mean, a kid won't really understand like yearning for like a, a career, especially, you know, people like you and I, like who are going after the artistic side of things. And that's like, you know, everyone who we know in our communities, especially out in LA, it, it consumes their whole life, you know, and it's not going to hit home unless you are a little bit older and you've gone through that, you know. Again, just just because it begs to be made, the, it, it's yeah. it's almost a flip side of what Inside Out was. Because for real, again, to what you just said, um, Inside Out was great for kids to like understand the, their emotions. It's great for kids, but yet adults can appreciate it too because is, that's something that they had to learn on their own. Whereas this, yeah. I think that in order to understand what this film is preaching. Uh, like you said, the further along in life you go, the more you can appreciate this message. Yeah. And like you said, it, it feels, <laughs> maybe it's selfish of us, but it feels generated for people like ourselves. No, it does. It's like, it's like if you're like a freaking starving artist person, <laughs> this movie is like a wake up call. It's like, go live your life. You yeah. know, don't let this consume you. I think that right now, and uh, we'll get to more of this towards the end. I have it under like the upper echelon of Pixar movies, but I think in 20 years, if I rewatch it, it'll probably be at the top just because it'll relate more to me and, you know, life, you know? Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. Um, it, it, it will age gracefully. It will age gracefully. And I think while it might not be in, <laughs> may not be on like the Mount Rushmore of Pixar films, that's probably Toy Story. Inside, uh, out. inside Out, Nemo, Nemo, Ratatouille, maybe Incredibles, maybe. Um, yeah, either way, it, it doesn't. Crack I think like, Nemo, Toy Story, and Inside Out have to be like. And, and for me, Ratatouille is just absolutely astounding. Ratatouille is up there. Yeah, I don't think Ratatouille will ever be regarded as like a Toy Which Story is so sad. That level movie, but yeah. it's great. But it, it's fantastic. Um, but. It, it 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 certainly ages well, and you're better for watching yeah. this. And and uh, I love a lot of the inclusion that's that's within the film. It, it does feel like a. It is a black movie. It is a black movie, and I yeah. I very much appreciated. No, that. that was cool because I mean, obviously we're, we're in an era now where we're really paying attention to that, and we're making other types of black movies. But this is the first. I mean, I think black Pixar movie because you know we had Spider Verse, which paid attention to different types of culture in New York yeah. City. Um, and this, on the other side of that, is very much about a black man who's a struggling jazz m- musician. Um, pretty much every important 
human character in the movie is 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 a black person, which is really cool. Um, but it's 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 relatable for for everybody. But yeah, that can't be understated as well. And they pull it off really really well. All right, let's make a uh, a hard turn and get to <laughs> the crux of the of the film. Really, for for a lot of people, the acting. So if we start off with uh, Joe, Jamie Fox. To be completely honest with you, I I I didn't know it was Jamie Foxx. I didn't know it was Jamie Foxx. <laughs> it's very either. muted. Yeah, it's it's very, which I guess is a good thing. He did uh, a good job of sounding like an exasperated band teacher. I thought I I was like, oh, that was Jamie Foxx. I think he had to do some actually good voice acting to make it seem like a kind of depressed and exasperated older guy. You know, I I didn't hear his voice at all. No, and it's a very specific guy too, because not only is he just your average Joe, um, he's got to have passion. Of course, yeah. But still, be a believable character enough to where you can see him be a viable uh, and viable uh, uh, band teacher. Where yeah. uh, that, that's what he that's what he is. But I but definitely um, very good performance. Very good performance. Tina Fey. Tina was great. Same. Same. Uh, very much enjoyed uh, a lot of the vocal dynamics that we had there, where where you have to play a kid, but at the yeah. same time you're. You're, you've got to just spout off knowledge. And, great uh, line. Why do you sound like a middle-aged white lady? I chose this voice because it's going to annoy people the most. <laughs> the movie's hilarious, by the way. Some great one-liners. Yeah, absolutely. All-time. All, all There's something for things. everybody, really, yeah. truly, truly in that. Um, I'm going to go to my probably, maybe maybe this is my uh, dark horse opinion that nobody will appreciate besides myself. Okay. I hated Terry's voice. I absolutely hated Terry. Do you ta- like Terry? Terry? No. From New Zealand? No, I did not like Terry's voice. It was quite annoying and for most of the time took me out of it. And it was very muted, yeah. like a very muted New Zealand voice. And I, I just didn't appreciate it at all, really. I, uh, Rachel House, I'm sure she's she's great and, and a great actress. She's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. You should see some of her other stuff. She's great. Yeah, yeah. I just in this particular setting, yeah. in this particular movie, I did not enjoy I mean, I get it. It's not supposed to be a quote unquote like true villain right it's not supposed it's, it's kind of like a villain it's it, it is the antagonistic force like terry represents everything that joe wants to get away from but needs to accept which was usually like what what a villain character does but you know it's for kids and it's not sinister it's you cheated death right, and I'm, I'm like the grim reaper coming back to to bring you back you know yeah. it's actually kind of terrifying <laughs> i found myself thinking about that i was like so what if i cheated death and i was running away from an evil new zealand spirit yeah and then you know? taking in david diggs and and giving him his get out moment you yeah. know <laughs> and, and just and just terrifying the man beyond all recognition yeah uh but other, um but other than that i just i did not that was my personal bugaboo with this film everything else perfectly fine i actually even loved angela bassett's um just uh, she was dorothea right dorothea yeah mm-hmm. I, she has this i think she's the the female counterpart to um who's uh who's uh <sighs> Why? Why can't I think of the the fall the my son? You will everything beyond this. James line. Earl Jones. She's like the James yeah. Earl Jones of where she brings like such a a her dynastic quality within yeah. her voice. Like her voice demands respect and just demands like a presence and and such a comforting tone at the same time. Like it's very much just lathered in love. I I love her voice and I love it how it's utilized in this character of Dorothea Williams. Yeah. Um, so there, there's a lot of fantastic casting choices in the film. Uh, my biggest bugaboo is Terry. Any Anything I didn't cover that you would like to go over? But, I mean, I don't really have a lot of drawbacks. I just have an interesting opinion. I wanted to see what you thought about this. I don't... 
think it's upper, upper echelon Pixar, like I said, where I would put on my Pixar pedestal Inside Out Toy Story are like the GOAT Pixar movies, probably Nemo as well. Are you saying as far as casting or just the movie itself? The movie itself. Okay. Um, And I think that maybe why I feel that way, it's hard to articulate, but this story is really, really simple in soul. I mean, for what it is, I mean, there's some heady stuff, but I mean, it all takes place over like, you know, six hours, like in, in earth time. Oh, I was going to say, you watched the extended version. I I didn't see (laughs) that. I mean, it's like he, he dies like two hours before showtime and he has to come back and you know play the show. Um, but I think that with those other movies, the story is actually more convoluted and the stakes for some reason seem higher, even though this movie is about him literally escaping death. The other movies, the stakes seem higher. So the payoff I think is a little bit better. Whereas soul is super low key. The the journey doesn't feel like it has these uh, like crazy highs and lows that the other Pixar movies do. Um, as far as the stakes, though, I just want to go... Which is funny, because the stakes, I, like, on paper, are through again, the roof. I think the reason why they don't feel as much as, as they should is because death is so... Except, like, when he when he first finds himself on the... Uh, the, 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 the railing, the moving the moving thing, like, that thing that we all get on uh, on on at airports that help us move... So the, goes, the, the thing yeah, that goes to yeah. the great beyond. Yeah, yeah, that, that, <laughs> that whatever moves him... Whenever he gets there, everybody else is just so calm and accepting of of their of their where yeah. they are in their place right now and understanding what's going on. And he's the only one who doesn't. Um, yeah, that I think because of that calming presence towards death, death isn't seen as ominous and as death isn't seen as <laughs> as ominous or as much of a negative as it as it would. In, in other films, whereas normally it's like, I don't want to die. In this film, it's like, okay, but I mean, if he gets, it's kind of like, it's supposed to be, right? He's supposed to be in his place and he kind of like, you you as a viewer know that technically it was his time. So it's kind of weird. Yeah. You're kind of uh, set at this juxtaposition of, well, I know that he was supposed to die. So therefore, yeah. if he kind of does get caught, what? It, it kind of goes back to status quo. Like it doesn't yeah. feel like the more he, he was truly wronged. I don't know. It, the more I think about it, though, like the middle part of the movie when he and 22 go on the journey where they're on Earth and he's trapped in the cat and 22 is trapped in his body. It's super low key and there's not like a lot of intense stuff. He's got to go to the barbershop. He's got to get his suit fixed. But like you said, there's there's these little moments, you know, what just really simple stuff like the lollipop or the eating of the pizza. Yeah. The more I think about it, the more it goes up for me, but it's like, I didn't feel it while watching, but like I said, I think that as I rewatch it, it'll probably go up a little bit. Um, I also think that maybe it doesn't have like that signature marketable character that the best Pixar movies have like Woody or like joy from inside out or like Nemo and Dory. I, I mean, Joe is a great character. The concept of the movie is great, but he's, I mean, Woody is Woody. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I think maybe that's a thing as well, but it doesn't, it didn't scrape that. I mean, it's just just below it for me because it made me think about a lot of stuff, made me feel a lot of things, but I wouldn't put it in my top, 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 top rankings. I don't know about you. Ah, man. Uh, it's just, it's so grown up. I think that that's part of what uh, normally, normally Pixar, I think tries to, to get complex Man, it, it tries to get complex ideas and distill and simplify them as much as they can, and that's what makes it a, a kids' movie for the most part. Because yeah. while 
while there are some f- films like Animalisa where they are animated and they are geared for adults, they just happen to be in the format form, uh, format and formation of yeah. animated films. And so people mistake them for kids' movies, even though they are truly indeed adult movies. This one's kind of the first time that Pixar has felt like it stepped out where it does feel like the perfect compromise where... I, I wouldn't feel comfortable bringing this to a bunch of friends. Like if, if for some reason in an alternate universe, I would have had this film and Pixar wasn't a thing and I were to bring it to a, like a, an, a, an adult party and be like, Hey, you know, everybody let's sit around and watch this film. I don't know that it would necessarily go over tremendously as a, as an adult film or, you know, it, it still feels more geared towards kids. So it feels like kind of like a perfect compromise. Yeah. Whereas other films in the past have felt just appropriate for kids, but yet you, as well can gain enjoyment for it uh, as an adult. That yeah. that seems to be the best venue for, for Pixar, I would say, for the most part. Um, as for, though, the quality and, and where it ranks... I mean, uh, it was... Fan- I mean, don't get me wrong. It was a fantastic movie. One of the best yeah. things I saw last year, but... And it's really unfair for everything that ever comes out with Pixar, because Onward was probably a good movie, but I'm like, Pixar has set the bar... Yeah, so it's damn no, high. It's no Poe the <laughs> polar bear like, or Joe the po- whatever that is. I mean, yeah. that, or Boss Baby. It's better than that. I mean, it's probably the best anime movie I saw last year. Um, b- best in a while. But like, seriously, you're competing with like a Toy Story is like an all time great movie in general. Yeah, I mean, it's like a classic. So very high bar. So it's kind of unfair of me to put it there. I will say that I I thought about it when I went to bed and when I woke up, I was still thinking about it. And if a movie can do that to me where, cause I've seen lots of great movies where I'm like, that was awesome. And I walk away and I go on with my day, but soul, I was thinking about, you know, a oh, lot. Yeah. Again, we get back into that headspace of yeah. where it will, it will leave you pondering the message, pondering what, what, what would be and, yeah. and reevaluate actually. I mean, yeah. probably in all, in all, no, seriously, it was great to have at the end of 2020 as well. Cause we all feel kind of lost. Yeah. You know, it felt, it felt, uh, as a nice palate cleanser towards what what for sure everything that's been happening in our Disney midst. planned this. They knew that we were going to be yeah. miserable at the, <laughs> at the end of twenty twenty. Why, why do we? I, we just feel compelled to bring something uplifting. Should yeah. we do it before onward? No, 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 no. Let's let's wait. Let's yeah. let's hold off. Um, yeah, no. As as a film, it's um, it's probably the the pin. Like I said, the pinnacle of Pixar is so far and above everything else that it's really going to be hard for Pixar to not compete against itself at some point, and I think we're reaching that. Uh, yeah. So yeah, yeah, that that is. You can't expect them to outdo themselves every time because really they they kind of had a bar for. 10, 12 years with Nemo until Inside Out came out and like raised it again. Yeah, they kept um, up, upping themselves. They, they're not just going to do that every time. Mm-hmm. I mean, this was a great movie. It's, there's so much beautiful work went into it. It means so much for black culture as well. Um, none of that can be discounted. And I, I think for me, just the biggest attraction as a, as a film, as a story that I can really put on it is that there were actually... It, I guess it, it begs for a sequel, maybe in that in that sense, maybe I don't know how you would do it because I don't I don't know how it would be justifiably still be soul and not just be like uh, a soul production where it's like okay we don't want to kind of go back to the great beyond I just kind of want to like develop these characters more just in a yeah. different environment so maybe that's weird but I, uh, I I there were stories that weren't told that I kind of wanted to get back to where uh, uh, let let's let's discover of uh, what what the student. I wanted to kind of, you know, delve out on that more. I wanted to to discover more in that story. I wanted to 
talk more about like, hey, now 22's a, a person. I, I wanted to see that. And now, yeah. actually, let's go to that. I don't know if this was a, a big hi- uh, thing. And I'd be, want, I'd be curious to see if like, because you were surrounded by kids, I surround, I, I assume. When I watched it? Yeah. No, I actually watched it with a bunch of adults. Oh, okay. Um, three other adults, yeah. So then I wonder what a, what a kid would, would find out. My sisters, out. I, I asked them if they review. They said that they really liked it. So. Okay. I, I wonder, because this was a big detraction amongst the, the group that I hung out with when I watched this. Uh, did you find it to be a disservice or just, just, oh, I guess that, that makes, I guess I could see that. Um, when it comes to at the end of the film, they did not pair the two, like the two did not meet 22 in her human body, in her baby form, or like 20 years later when Joe's old and and crusty and 22 is, you know, is, is a viable human being. They, they never met. Did that take anything away from the movie for you or no? No, because I, I, I like movies that leave it open-ended. You can fill it in with your mind. And the whole point of the movie is, I don't know what's going to happen, but it's going to be awesome. You yeah. Know? When it gets down, I, that didn't bother me at all. I, I was thinking about that. It's like, ooh, I, I wonder if we're going to get to see C-22 as a person. And it's like, no. Uh, the last shot is Joe walks out of his doorstep in the beautiful breeze, and he's like, ah, oh, life. And that's enough for me, man. I think for me, I would have pref- I would have enjoyed to see 22 as a person. Like, it didn't even need to be in, like, Brooklyn, New York, or, or you know, wherever in New York they she were. She was shooting Manhattan. down towards, like, Asia. Yeah, I, I, I thought so as well. I was, I was like, like oh, I, cool. I feel like she's gonna, I mean, because, I mean, as soon as she was coming down, I was like, actually, I mean, technically, she has, like, a, what, a 40% chance to be in China? <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> so, I mean, I mean, whatever. Um, but anyways, I, I would have just liked to have seen a baby. You know, like, yeah. maybe just, like, with the, the, the buck teeth or whatever. Is I thought that they might show a shot of, like, a, a couple, like, a face this couple holding a baby and it's 22 that might have been fine but i didn't i, I wasn't was about like it. oh man yeah yeah show me that that was about all i i completely yeah um go with everything that you said i, I didn't need a, a full like full circle of them meeting what I, I thought was was weird was maybe a, a detraction for me i don't know how much it falls on the level of detractions but you know his mother was very against him having his goal of being a professional yeah. gigging jazz musician. And then he had, he got a great gig and she went and she saw it and she was all for it. I guess like, you know, he, when he told her in, in the shop, like, I'm, I feel like my life was all for nothing. She immediately was like her, you know, questions about him went away and it was just like immediately resolved. And I guess maybe that's like a, a mother's love or something, but he played one gig and she was like, that was amazing. Got into the taxi and drove away. <laughs> And I guess that goes along with like this moment was like the ultimate bliss for him. His mother loved it even, and he still felt a little bit empty. Um, but I just like the mother character itself. I was like, oh, that's that's all it took. Um, but otherwise, nothing glares out for me as like, oh, this uh, that was bad. Nothing at all. Yeah, yeah. There's no. Um, there are things that I wish would would have been added, but uh, and even like I I was kind of scared when they first intertwined bodies that they mixed um, and had different bodies or, or were separated into, into not appropriate bodies. I was worried that we're going to go back into this whole like, oh, hijinks of mixed bodies. Because I, I... That was really surprising. I was like, oh, wow, this is a totally different movie than I thought it was going to be. He's yeah. stuck in a cat. It was a great plot device because he had to watch a human just be a human and experience being a human without getting to say anything, which was cool. Um, but yeah, that happened and I was like, Yeah, that wow. serviced both characters very well. Yeah. Very well. And even uh, brought him to like, oh, pizza. Like the the enjoy simple enjoyment of pizza. I almost open up Postmates when that happens. I'm going to use some freaking thin New York style pizza right now. <laughs> oh, they're doing Yeah. Uh, aside is that I... I I saw somebody eat pizza last night, not 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 folding it in half, not eating it plain. 
sandwiching their pizza. Like one have one slice on top of the other, eating both. I used to roll mine up and eat it like like a taquito. No, I was eight, man. I grew up. God, I can just imagine all the grease just sponging out. Oh, I think I kind of liked it. Yeah, I look at this. I hope nobody else listening is like, oh yeah, I did that. (laughs) I just think I'm doing that right now. I'm doing. (laughs) I just they feel so seen right now. All right. Um, Okay, so there we go. Um, That is Soul on a scale of. Zero to five Earth stickers. How many do you give it? Mm, my initial thought was four and a half. Am I allowed to do four and a half? Like, like I have four, and then you know, just like twenty. I don't think you can rip these uh, these stickers, man. Because once you because uh, you try to rip it and remember and burn it and all that stuff. It, I, it okay, well then you know what? Any movie that makes me think and want to reconsider my life, um. Deserves five out of five for me, and I think that it is very rewatchable. Um, I'm gonna watch it again when I'm older, like because it's a great stoner movie. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna give it a five. I'm gonna go four out of five, four out of five. W- with I think the same uh desire as you that there was a half to be had here, yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, four out of four out of five for me, uh, just because I like you, uh, like you said, I, I don't know, I, I don't know, it's funny because Joe. That's that's kind of the point, right? The average Joe, the average you know, the average guy, he's kind of supposed to be an everyman. Yeah. But that works both ways. Where when I think back on this film, I will not remember his name. Yeah. I I, I think I might even remember twenty two above more. Yeah. Then I will be like, uh, and then the 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 main the main guy who, who was the jazz the, the, the player he played the piano. I I don't think I'll remember. Um, Let me ask you. Yeah. Which is a better jazz movie? This. Whiplash or La La Land? Oh, there's no question. It's Whiplash. Whiplash, yeah. Yeah, Whiplash, Whiplash is... Well, is, is jazz drumming specifically, but... Uh, well, of course. E- each of them goes into the the beauty of, of jazz, but yeah. Yeah, especially as like a... Where's the fall on the jazz movie rankings? This is more of like an, an affection of like, oh, God, we love jazz, but I don't think it really gets into the beauty of like jazz. I'd, I'd say if you want to go more into the the dynamics and, and even like the hard hardness of of what jazz is is probably whiplash maybe what was the other one la la land yeah la uh, la la land's more of, of a love letter to to la than yeah than jazz, but, you know it's seb's character is all jazz sure yeah sure. but either way yeah uh okay so there we go there's soul if you haven't seen it see it again uh or see it and then totally see it worth it by disney plus Watch the Mandalorian. <laughs> watch Disney Soul. Plus, watch yeah. everything. Go buy Disney Plus. Yeah, go buy Disney Plus. Get you know. I think you might have to buy Disney in order for that to happen. Yeah. But yeah, say eight, if you have eight billion dollars lying around, you, you know. know I, I was at Target the other day, and they had all these movies on DVD that are all on Disney Plus, and the DVDs are like twenty five bucks. Just go buy Disney Plus for a year. Sure, sure. Yeah, I, I wonder when or if or how Soul will come out on DVD. But yeah, it will. It'll come out on DVD, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, thank you so much for listening uh, to this episode. Make sure to stay tuned tomorrow to listen to our adjoining Gimme, Gimme, Gimme Five Gimme, Gimme, Gimme. episode. I've got some good questions in there. I got some. Yeah? Like, really? Yeah, I'm looking forward I to tomorrow's episode. For you. Do you? Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm, I'm intrigued. Color <laughs> me intrigued. I hope you are too. Thank you for listening to this episode. You. Yeah. That you. You, you listening right now with yeah, those that's ears? Right. Yeah. You maybe you only have one. You know, ear ear device on. Maybe you hear you smiling. Maybe you have two. Yeah. We. Can, oh. God, you have a beautiful smile. You was smart. You was beautiful. Oh, jeez. You was not Viola Davis. That's <laughs> but you do have uh, the same length of hair, and that's something to be said. 
Uh, for Podcast Emeritus Gary Boucher. I'm Philip Emery. Thank you so much for listening. And uh, make sure to listen to our, to our next episode and all of our old Gimme Five. Um, and remember, everybody, remember, I'm going to scratch up the sofa. Thank <laughs> you.